Hi everyone and welcome back to the women's space. Welcome to the last episode of season two. Um, after this episode, I'm going to take a break. But in that break, what I'll be doing is creating more content. And so you get to hear more stories and also um, get to hear new people in the podcast. I'm excited. And I think what I'll do is on my birthday, I'll release um, a special episode um, longer than what I usually do. And um, I want to dedicate it to a certain topic, but you gotta wait until we're there. But today I wanted us to dive into a rather personal topic, but I really feel like in this month of October, I should be saying something because I also suffered from mental health issues, mental illness and all of that. So stay tuned. Um, hi guys, so really, um, what triggered this conversation or this podcast that I'm doing right now is that I was listening to a YouTuber talking about mental illness and mental health and I started remembering where I started my journey with it and how I have, you know, recovered and how better I feel right now uh, versus a past time. And I felt that in this month of October, um, just to even close season two, it is so important for me to seal it with this because I've experienced it. And remember, in this space, we seek to just make sure that no one feels alone. No one feels isolated in what they're going through. And so if you struggle for mental health issues or illness, I am here to talk to you. And I want to share my story so that you can learn from it and you can see... um, how you know things can turn out great so i had um, been looking for something in the wardrobe but i found my own uh, my old pencil case from varsity and 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 yeah before i graduated and in this pencil case i found a letter i don't know why it's here but it's folded um and then i found the letter there and when i read it i was so shocked at the space that i was in when i was writing this letter and so i would like to you know read the letter to you and then share my experience with mental illness so let's get to it so i write here first um words that i write is throw your anxiety on him he cares for you and then i say dear jehovah I feel extremely anxious. Every time I think I have control over my life, this dark cloud comes back. I am not okay. I wish I could pray the hurt away. I wish I could pray the worry away. For the sake of my child, if not for me. I feel like I'm trapped in a tunnel with nowhere to truly go. It's dark. It's suffocating. It's making me hopeless. I know I need therapy and need self-awareness. But all that seems to require a lot of time and energy I don't seem to have. I see myself repeating past patterns and wanting to run away from anything that threatens me. I don't know if this is how I should really be doing things. I am bruised from within and I keep healing what is on the surface, never really fixing what is lacking within. I am becoming less and less strong and I'm losing my confidence every day. I cannot stand being the problem. I always feel like maybe I should disappear and not exist. That the world would be so much better without me. It worries me having to be someone's mom 
but lack confidence. If you are listening, please reply. So <clears throat> that's the essence of the letter. And on the outside, I've written here, be still and heal. And it has a flower. If I could really show you this letter or even take a picture of it, I would so that you could see the condition of the letter. But that's my story. And really, I wanted to chat about my own experience. So I grew up with a single mom. And um, a lot happened because she also gave birth to me young. I think you guys have met my mom by now. And so you understand that story a bit well. Um, but then that meant that, you know, when you're not raised in a household that is full. And it's like a, not a good environment because I had to be raised by grannies. And I moved from house to house. And um, I think that's when the enemy started um, looking for ways to attack me. Um, but I was a child. I didn't know. So I was also lacking in the love, lacking attention. So I would um, <clears throat> I would actually, you know, try to please my way through. I knew that my grades would make me be celebrated. So I tried my best at school to be the best. And... I can't remember the exact date, um, but I remember, um, I think I was in grade 11. I had just also changed schools, and because of some bullying um, that had also happened in the girls' school, I then uh, fell into what we call depression. And, you know, what happened to me is that I was in class, and they were making a lot of noise, chatting and all of that, a normal class, and then I suddenly, like, blacked out. And at that point, I had known already about like depression and how you sometimes feel a certain way. But I don't think my family understood it well because they were always saying that, okay, attention seeking, ah, we don't have time for this or whatever the case may be. And something that really touches me is that that YouTube video that I was watching expressed how mental health or mental illness is like having a cough. Or a cold and the, the the results or the way you'd see that is if somebody coughs and so it's the same way that when you are um, mentally ill there's certain things that you will do um, trying to please people but sometimes being mischievous being angry and so I had a lot of anger and then when I had my blackout we went to the doctor and then the doctor said I am depressed guys <laughs> I did not understand. I was like, dude, I'm not depressed. I have a headache. Uh, that's when my migraine started to kick in. I have a headache and I can't remember the names of my family members. So it's frustrating. So please stop telling me that I have depression because it's a physical thing. I can feel it physically. But I think what had happened to my body at that point is that I had gone for so long that it was actually trying to slow me down to get the attention to even myself, you know, to be able to say, dude, you're not okay. It's about time you raise the flag or you deal with these things. And so from then, um, it had been, yeah, case after case of, you know, suicidal attempts. Um, I know that there was one suicidal attempt that was pretty close where I ended up, um, I ended up in ICU, um, f for that. And, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy because even after that, like family didn't understand. And I also felt bad. You know, you feel bad as a mentally 
ill person that you even have to, you know, make your family go through that. Um, but your brain always tells you, okay, since you feel bad now, it's like what I wrote in the letter is that I feel like disappearing because I'm the problem. My family is suffering because of me. They have to know my mother had to take me to the doctor sometimes even at night because I would have like this major migraine and it would be horrible. And, um, She'd have to switch off the lights in the house, sometimes call in an ambulance or people to come see me. And really that felt like it was too much. And yeah, so I really wanted to say that um, mental illness is a real thing. And one thing that I do want to say is that uh, when someone you know close to you starts also acting weird, they're also suffering. Like you mustn't, um, I know sometimes it feels like people are looking for attention, but you should look at it as that cough. That when somebody is coughing, it's not like they're looking for attention or whatever. It just means that something is wrong with their body and their body is trying to, you know, show signs of um, them being annual. And we always like attend to physical things a different way that we would to mental um, illness um, issues. And so I just want to encourage that you just be watchful. And even for yourself, when you're feeling that way, um, never feel like a burden. Never feel like, um, you know, it's too much and you can't get out of that because you, you, you can. And I just want to also, like, testify, um, if I can, that I used to have, like, panic attacks, like, almost every week. The, the week wouldn't end without me being anxious about something. And then having a panic attack or even crying for no reason. Or even, you know, when you have a fight with someone, I would just get into a rut that I'm not good enough. Then I must die and I must die today. And it, it's not glamorous. It's really not glamorous. And it's also not something that I usually talk about outside of my friend circle because it's really like a vulnerable place. But I understand today that we need to have those conversations about things that we've gone through because people might look at me today and say, oh, she looks perfect. She probably has never gone through anything, but I have gone through, you know, a phase. And I remember, I think it was also last year uh, where I prayed to God and I said, just heal my mind, like heal my mind, heal all the hormones that are imbalanced because he can and just help me be able to see things in a better way. And I think when I look back, I can't even recognize myself compared to that person. Like this, the coping mechanism that I have now, because I still get stressed, I still get anxiety, but I have a different way because I, God helped me train my brain to say, when you're not feeling up to par, you can journal and you can speak to me and you can pray to me and Let's take it from there. Even if you need to cry, but please don't take other things like a pill or don't feel you're hopeless. Just talk to me. Let me restore you. Let me tell you who you are. Um, I was also writing on Instagram the other day. I was saying that on days that I'm harsh on myself, I have to remember who God says I am and not listen to what my brain is telling me that I am because the brain can be so vicious, guys. Um someone who struggles from mental illness or mental health issues will tell you that the brain literally turns against you and you're fighting 
with your own brain to say, no, I'm worth it. Or no, they do love me. Look, look. And your brain is like, no, they don't. Because if they did love you, they would be like this. If you were worth it, then you would have a space in this kind of way. You would um, be in a different world and you're just a burden. And that's your own brain um, telling you that. And you can just imagine how a person in that situation feels about themselves. They can't even convince themselves that they are worthy. Um, apart from everyone else not understanding, they can't understand it themselves. So I just really needed to give that background story. But I want to give you three tips that help me um, be able to bear with um, mental illness or mental health issues. So number one is listen to your body. So I've been able now to listen to what I need. Um, and sometimes that means I need to get off social media because I have a different personality. I have that personality that captures energy. I capture people's energies like even in a funeral and I don't know who's dead and I don't know um, yeah, who might have died or I'm not connected to the family. What would happen is that I cry a lot because I'm, I'm such a connector and that means that I pull from people's sorrows and that can get me down. So even on Facebook, if on Facebook someone is talking about death or someone has gone through something, um, then I also um, go through the most. So I now am able to listen to my body. So I don't watch news. You'll never find me watching news. So that's also something that I had to observe that every time I watch news, I become a bit anxious and that triggers a certain part of me that, um, yeah. And I start thinking in, in, in weird ways. And so I've, I've, I've been able to watch, um, how my body responds to certain things and accommodated. So I do take breaks over social media, um, very often actually. And I've seen that this works for me because I have to do it like that for my personality. Number two, get with nature. I know other people don't love nature, but that fresh air, seeing those birds fly, seeing that moon, it just does something to you um, that you wouldn't even understand. So get fresh air, take walks, look at the sky, really breathe in and out. And I know sometimes if you are mentally ill, you don't want to do those things. You really want to lie down in a dark place. And you don't even want to bath sometimes, but take that bath, go outside, refresh yourself. And third point, which is the most important point, throw all your burdens on God because he cares for you. Take that literally and whenever you have anxiety, just throw it at him. Like say, dude, I'm feeling this feeling. Please just take care of it because you say that we should throw our burdens because you can bear it more than I can. And in most cases, I was trying to bear the pain and trying to, you know, not show that I'm, I'm going through something and even hiding it from God sometimes. And he was probably like, but I didn't manufacture it. I didn't make you be able to deal with these things. You're supposed to throw them to me. And that's point number three to say that pray over it, pray about it. Remember that God is bigger than any worry. He's bigger than any anxiety. He's bigger than any mental illness. And humans may not understand it, but God understands it. And through that prayer and him reminding you in that prayer, like sometimes I'll be feeling some type of way and I put a worship song on and suddenly I feel so much better. I forget about my troubles for a bit and 
I get into a better world and then I have like a beautiful sleep. Then tomorrow I don't even feel like I felt yesterday. And, and I know that those feelings are real. They feel so real. Like you feel so real, like it's never going to end, but it will end. It will end. And it does end because it's ended with me. And ending doesn't mean that you don't experience it every now and again or periodically. But it just means that when it happens, you have a different way of dealing with it. And so I just wanted to say for anyone dealing with mental illness or mental health issues, you are not alone. We are here. There's a big community. I speak to someone, maybe speak to a family member. If your family uh, doesn't understand it, speak to a friend. And if they don't understand it, seek counsel. There's free toll, um, toll-free government. Uh, I think FAMSA is. FAMSA is the one that provides free therapy. I'll put their site down here so that you can go there and just check them out. Um, and lastly, take care of yourself. I love you so much. Um, happy October. Happy uh, Mental Health October. Have a wonderful um month ahead and enjoy and just see where you are in that mental check where are you in that mental um, health and and how do you feel like you should proceed because people are different the way that I deal with it might be different from you but navigate that space and really guys when we get to um you know the other side you will really feel and you won't even understand what was happening to you um how your hormones were imbalanced at that point and with um everything that's happening now social media we have access to news of people dying all the time we have news of things going right with other people while you uh, feel like you're not going things are not going right you might see people happy um and you don't understand why are they happy because you are not happy but all i'm saying is that you can take on that joy and you can be off social media as well so that you can heal and start to restore yourself before you go back into that space so that's it from my side i hope this podcast will comfort someone and it's really something close to my heart um again guys help happy mental health october Juicy. bye